Entrepreneur on Fire 443. Failures, aha moments, I've made it moments, and the lightning round, seven days a week. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. We use technology to optimize our business every single day. Why not use it to optimize our investments too? Betterment is an SEC registered investment advisor. For more information and full disclosures, visit betterment.com slash fire. We use technology to optimize our business every single day. Why not use it to optimize our investments too? Betterment is an SEC registered investment advisor. For more information and full disclosures, visit betterment.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Amber Ludwig. Amber, are you prepared to ignite? John, I am fired up and I am ready to ignite. (laughs) (laughs) Amber is a business development expert who supports authors, speakers, coaches to establish a powerful integrated online presence and empowers them to make a difference in their industry. She works one-on-one with clients to build a strong website and social media presence and then coaches them toward achieving their goals. I've just given our listeners a little overview, Amber. So take a minute. Tell us about you personally because we want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of what you have going on. Sure. Well, first, I just want to thank you so much for this opportunity, John. I have listened to your show. I think what you're doing is absolutely phenomenal and it's really necessary. Um, I really am a person that believes in giving back, adding value to others. And so I really resonate with what you're doing. And I really try to bring that philosophy into everything that I'm doing. Um, I started my company back in 2007, and I called it NGNG Enterprises, standing for No Guts, No Glory. <laughs> I know, me too. And, um, and I've, I've just had the awesome opportunity to work with so many amazing people. And, you know, from my clients around the world, but also I have been wrapped up in some pretty interesting um, opportunities to run these Amazon bestseller campaigns for people like Les Brown and Lisa Nichols and Brennan Burchard. And I just met a lot of interesting people in interesting places. And so I've really spent my career centered around collaboration and networking with others. And I'm really a so I'll learn anything from anyone and um, and really evolve myself from there. But I have to say I wasn't really always that, that way of that mindset. Um, I'm originally from Tucson, Arizona, and now living in Denver. It's much better here. <laughs> <laughs> and um, when I was growing up, I actually had a really hard time growing up um, because I think I was struggling with who I wanted to be and how I wanted to show up in the world. And my sister was Miss Teen, you know, Arizona and straight A student and perfect child. And so I really suffered. And um, I kind of went into this depression. I was really negative. I pushed my friends and family away and I kind of spiraled for a few years. And out of that experience, I really learned a lot about myself and the boundaries of relationships and the value of giving back. And instead of focusing on your own stuff, focusing on helping others. And so through that, that process, I was really able to grow personally. And that, I think, is the biggest thing that's attributed to my success professionally is that, that focus on growing myself. So that's a, that's a little snippet <laughs> of my personal side there. <laughs> well, Amber, first off, just thank you for your kind words in regards to Entrepreneur on Fire. It really does mean a lot to me. And I'm really looking forward to sharing with Fire Nation 
a little bit more about your story. In fact, a lot more about your story, uh, specifically about some great activities that you have going on right now, one of which we're currently doing a little joint venture on, which I am very excited about. But before we dive into all that, we always start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote, Amber, because it gets that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Well, John, I'm going to have to say that my my personal mantra, my success quote is what I named my company after. No guts, no glory. Boom. And it's <laughs> it's something that my mom always told me growing up and she was a single mom and, you know, so we were like the three musketeers and our we were very close growing up and any time that I was nervous to do something, it was the first day of school, I was going to try out for volleyball, whatever it was. She reminded me, you have to have guts in this world. And when it came down to deciding what kind of a company I wanted to create, it all had had to center around that because I think it really takes guts to be an entrepreneur and you're putting yourself out there every day. You're exposing yourself and your ideas and you're, you know, bracing for impact of criticism and all of these things, but you have to have guts to really live the glory. And uh, so that's, I'm constantly reminding myself of that anytime I do something new, which is every single day, by the way, (laughs) (laughs) I have to remind myself of that because I'm, I'm very human like anybody else. And I have all of these fears and jitters and limiting beliefs that come up. um, And that's just a reminder that I can do anything I put my mind to and just remember the vision and the why. Well, Amber, being a combat veteran, I love the phrase, no guts, (laughs) no glories. And I lived that motto for eight years while I was in the Army, four years active, four years in the reserves. And I still try to push that forward into today because that is Mm -hmm. such a great model to live by. And Amber, we're all about the stories here at Entrepreneur on Fire. So can you tell us a time where you literally said, Amber, no guts, no glory, you went for it and had success? Oh my gosh, I, I, it's, my brain just fried because it's literally, it <laughs> happens every single day. Um, you know, when I am approaching, um, let's say an industry leader and I'm asking to do a joint venture with them, you know, and my heart is pounding and I, the limiting beliefs come up and I'm thinking, well, why would they want to work with me? And, and what do I really have to share with the world? But I have to remember no guts, no glory. You know, I have a message to share. I have value to give. And I have to put myself out there if I want to succeed, if I want to impact more people. So, I mean, literally, it happens all, all, the, all day long, just on a different scale. Some are way scarier than others, but it's, it's every day. Well, Amber, you truly do live that model because when you approached me for the <laughs> joint venture, it was an opportunity that I just could not say no to. And I get approached all the time for very similar things in, in different areas. And I have to be on the no train because my time sure. is very limited. You know, my mm-hmm. bandwidth is very stretched right now. So I need to focus on really high value activities. And your presentation, which we're going to dive more into, made it just a no brainer that this was going to be so much more worth my time. And Thank it was an that. absolute easy yes for me. And again, this is me, John Lee Dumas, being on the no train and proud of it. But before we dive specifically into what you did, Amber, that was just a little teaser. We're going to turn the focus onto your story, your journey as an entrepreneur, because that's what Entrepreneur on Fire is all about. And we want to go back to a time where you failed, where you faced a massive challenge or obstacle that you didn't actually know if you were going to be able to overcome. And share with us that story, Amber. Take us there and tell us the lessons you learned. 
Wow. Well, I think as entrepreneurs, we constantly have different challenges popping up all the time. And you really have to be a person that can think on your feet and overcome those obstacles and have such belief in your message that you'll carry on no matter what happens. And I can't say that I've failed. Um, you know, and that I, that's not coming from a place of ego, but I, I just don't really let that word into my experience, maybe. Um, now, I have had the, the perception of failure. So I'll talk about an extreme challenge that I faced. And it was actually about a year ago. And my company has been growing and growing every single year. And I've been getting a lot more attention from a lot of, of other companies and people wanting to do, you know, joint ventures with me and partnerships with me. And I've had to kind of be on that no train myself. But there was one opportunity that I felt that I would be a total idiot to pass up. And it was this big, very well-known company um, in North America, and they wanted to partner with me and have me open up a website and online services division within their company. We are talking a massive opportunity. It would have grown my company in a whole different direction very rapidly. And, you know, no guts, no glory. So I thought, (laughs) yes, I can do this. And I hired this big fancy business coach, very expensive. We negotiated the deal. I'm preparing my company for, you know, overnight growth of 10 times what we're currently, what we're currently producing and, you know, trying to find the team. I mean, so much effort and energy went into this deal. But I have to be honest that when it came down to the final hours, we're about ready to close Everything in me just was screaming, don't do this. And I, I was so emotional about it, I have to be honest. And it was just like my, my insides were screaming, don't do this. And I couldn't understand that because I was thinking, what kind of a person turns down this opportunity? And that was a really scary question to ask myself. But the more that I looked at it, the more I realized that I would be turning my vision into their vision and that I would be turning my message into their message. And I would be forcing my team and my clients and my whole online world into that model. And that didn't feel right to me. So even though I thought that I might be like, look like a total idiot, I canceled the deal. And it was very hard on me. Um, And I kind of suffered with that for a little bit because, again, my perception of failure, my perception of letting go of something that was such a huge opportunity that other people would would die to have that opportunity. So that was something in particular that I really wrestled with. But I know that I made the right decision um, and that I, I stayed true and authentic to my message and my company. And we've continued to grow like crazy despite, you know, regardless of that. But that was a that was an interesting obstacle for me, for sure. Amber, what an amazing realization to make before it was too late. Because so many right. times I have guests on Entrepreneur on Fire. And when we come to this question, it is actually a failure because they talk about how they didn't listen to their gut and instead they went forward and they failed miserably. So I really want the listeners right now to sit back and say, you know what? I'm a smart person and my gut, it's a smart gut. I need to listen to what is resonating from within, not the outside external Mm -hmm. forces. I mean, we are an amazing species, human beings, Amber, and we have a great survival instinct and we have great instincts. And so when we really can start to trust and rely on our instincts, great things seem to happen for entrepreneurs and it happened to you. So that's my takeaway from your story, but I want to boil it down for Fire Nation and I want you to share a takeaway from that experience that our listeners can walk away with. 
Well, I hate to even repeat what you just said, but that really is what it boils down to is listening to your gut instinct. And it's interesting that as humans, we, we go through these experiences where that's proven to be correct, that if we listen to our gut instinct, we'll be okay, that, that everything will turn out, that the right opportunity would have presented itself. Yet when we're right up against that opportunity, we start to doubt our gut instinct and we try to move forward anyway. And so time and time again, I think it's really important that we continue to listen to ourselves and, and what we need to do. And it may not be the most popular um, opinion or path or whatever, but honestly, leaders go through the, that other path. You know, you have to do something that's not obvious in order to create change. So listen to your gut instinct for sure. Love that. And Amber, let's transition to the other end of the spectrum. You shared with us a massive obstacle that you had to overcome, one that was saying no to what would have built your company 10x almost overnight and to what everybody from the outside was saying, this is such a no-brainer, Amber. You're so lucky. Go for it. You listened to your instinct. You overcame that obstacle. You stayed true to yourself and success has followed. But let's go to the other end of the spectrum and that's the aha moments that we have, those light bulbs okay. that go off for entrepreneurs. And Amber, you know as well as I do that we are so fortunate to have these moments, but it's what we do with them that really matter. So tell us a story of a time that you had an aha moment and really lay out the steps that you took afterwards to turn it into a success. Okay. Um, gosh, actually a couple of things came to, to my mind just now. I would say that the first big aha for me was when I was kind of new in my entrepreneurial journey. And, you know, I had this company and I was offering websites and I was still so new that I wasn't offering all the things that I offer today, like copywriting and social media and all these other things. So here I am, you know, building websites and I keep hearing how hard it is to build a business. And I thought, I don't really want this to be a hard process. I want this to be a fun process. And I realized that if I strategically align with other companies um, to where they are offering websites and I'm just fulfilling them and working with their clients. Well, I can work with a lot more people a lot more quickly than if I were trying to put out, let's say, a Facebook ad and trying to get onesie twosie clients that way or responding to ads on Elance. I've never had to really advertise my company ever. I mean, I really haven't. Um, and I think that one of the biggest reasons for that is in the beginning, I thought I've got to align with these other companies. So I immediately aligned with a publishing company out in California. It was just a connection that I had randomly made through an event that I ran a couple of years before. And we just struck up this conversation. She told me what she needed. I told her how I could fulfill. And we did a test run and we, I worked on a couple of client projects. And before you know it, it was an eight year relationship still going. And they are, that one company is responsible for a huge chunk of my yearly income. And I don't even have to do anything to market. They just bring me the clients and that makes my life much more easier. That way I can just work on my message and my vision and my passion instead of trying to, to play the game of trying to get more clients every day. I don't have to have that fear. So one of the, the pieces of advice that I always give my new, my new coaching clients or whatever is what other organizations can you align yourself with to kind of leverage the community that they're already building? So that was a huge aha for me and really generated a lot of income and a lot of work for my team as a result. Um, and I'll have to say the other thing that came to mind is totally different. And this just happened pretty recently, actually, I'd say at, inside of four months ago. 
And, you know, I've built this company and we've got lots of clients and everything is jolly, but I always kind of had this lingering feeling like I'm not maximizing my potential, that I have so much more to offer than just helping people build their website and telling them how to build their business online. And so I think that was kind of the beginning of an aha for me was that I really can have it all. I really can open up my services and open up my company to encompass everything that I can offer. And so I'm actually in the middle of creating a really awesome 2014 plan and rollout that's going to integrate a lot of these other things that I feel are strengths of mine that can really help a lot of people, but I haven't necessarily been promoting that so far. So just being aware of that was a really big aha and, and kind of making the decisions to restructure based on that was pretty big. What an exciting aha moment to have, Amber, and your passion that comes through so eloquently audibly just over a microphone is so great to hear. And, you know, the same kind of exuberance comes through so well on video that I think it's another great takeaway for the listeners to just say, you know what, if you are doing something that lights you up inside that you really get a little fired up about when you're Mm -hmm. discussing, when you're thinking about it, when you're going on jogs, all these ideas are just coming in your head. When that is happening, you know that you've hit something that truly Mm -hmm. is your authentic self. And that is Amber. And that is the (laughs) life that she is living at this moment. So again, Amber, for Fire Nation, boil it down for us. Just one takeaway from those two great aha moments that you've had that Fire Nation can really walk away with. Gosh, they're so different. But at the core of all of it, you just have to stay true to yourself and your vision, really. Um, Because my aha to strategically align with other companies, you know, they, those other companies really had to support my vision. And, um, and also when I'm really recently realizing I need to open everything up to encompass everything that I can offer, you just have to really trust yourself, trust your vision, trust your message. And I think being authentic is a really big part of that as well. Amber, have you had an I've made it moment? Um, Actually, I I do kind of feel like that right now. I mean, we've seen incredible uh, results with this, um, this summit that we're running. And but I mean, sure, I felt like that in a lot of different cases when I've gotten to talk to my greatest mentors, for example, um, that's definitely an, an I made it moment. Or when I see that I've had such a profound impact on somebody's lives. And I've been fortunate enough to have that happen a lot over the course of, of growing my company. But just those moments of those thank yous and seeing the transformation, I mean, that all makes me feel like I've made it. I'm so over the top blessed and filled with gratitude. I can't even tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Amber, I love it all. And this is a perfect time to move things to present times because let's talk about some of those things that we've been kind of hovering around the edges for. I'm really excited to be a part of it. I'm really excited for you to share with Fire Nation. So take it away. Well, it was in September and it was actually a really stressful time in my personal life because I had a sudden move and my my fiance was going through Fire Academy and things were just crazy. My company was really busy. And and so in the middle of all of this, I woke up one morning with this huge burst of inspiration. I mean, out of left field. And I got this idea to run a, a telesummit, but it wasn't just any ordinary telesummit because I took 
all of my ideas and my experience and and just everything that I had learned and and distilled it into this one event. So I called it the Authentic Business Success Summit, and um, people can go to AuthenticBusinessSuccessSummit.com right now, pre-order, see what it's all about. But it's basically where I'm interviewing. Uh, there will be 15 interviews on mindset and business success strategies from the leading authentic online entrepreneurs. So, of course, I had to invite you, John. Oh, <laughs> you're so kind. And what's so awesome about this summit is that it's all in the name of charity. And so we actually have half of all the proceeds from the ticket sales plus an extra $10,000 is going to be donated to two different charities between the speakers. And I created a little competition amongst them so that uh, we collectively can get the word out to more people (laughs) and raise even more money for charity. Um, And it is just turned into something bigger than my wildest dreams could ever even have thought up. And um, it really was an opportunity for me to give back in a huge way, which was really the core of all of it. But it was really something that it just makes me feel so alive. I've never done anything in my whole career that has gotten me more on fire, more ignited than this event. Um, it's truly spectacular, I have to say. That's so exciting, Amber. And one thing I want to kind of highlight on right now is your strategy after you had that aha moment. Share with Fire Nation how you got an immediate yes from me, and I'm sure from (laughs) almost every single person that you approach, because it'll be a great lesson, takeaway for all the listeners. I'm fired up to share this, actually, (laughs) because I I was one of those moments where I was so proud of myself for the way that I did this anyway. So you should feel pride as an entrepreneur. But I mean, things happened really quickly um, because number one, the time of the year, I knew I needed to get going on it. But number two, I knew that if I did anything other than take immediate action, that there was a chance I could talk myself out of it or say, oh, I'll do it after the move or this excuse or that excuse. After the holidays. (laughs) But no, this had to happen immediately. So within a week and a half, I, I worked with my whole team and we got the sales page up for the campaign. We got the, the sales letter up. And that was a really important thing because I wanted to show my potential speakers that this was real. I, I, it wasn't in the beginning stages that I had actually put work and thought into this. So they had to see that the sales page was up, even though the rest of the world didn't know that it existed yet. And then I thought, you know, I can't just send a generic email out because first of all, they're not going to be able to see my passion. They're not going to be able to really get the idea. They're just going to skim the email. So what I decided to do is I recorded individual speaker invitations for everybody that I was targeting. And John was one of them. And so I I went in front of my video camera and I created this five to seven minute video that said, this is who I am. This is what the telesummit's about. This is why this is an incredible opportunity for all of us. This is the vision. I'd love to have you on board. And I really thought that that would be a way to separate myself from everybody else. And I was right. Um, the, The response that I got from John was... Oh my gosh, it touched me on such a deep level. I even printed it out, John, because I thought I need to read this if I ever feel in doubt of what I'm doing. That is so nice. (laughs) And Ken MacArthur was an immediate yes. He loved the approach and all of these people just yes, yes, yes. And I do know most of the people on the speaker lineup. John, we had this kind of interview scheduled, but we hadn't really had a conversation yet. So there were a couple of people that I felt I was going out on a limb with. But 
I thought everybody would really see the vision and they did. And I'm really grateful for that. Well, thank you for sharing all that, Amber. I just can't reiterate how powerful it was for you to be in front of a camera and just speaking from your heart. And, you know, you weren't speaking from a script. And that's another mistake that a lot of people make is, you know, they they really want to just read from a teleprompter or read from a script. And it comes across that way. It does. But yours came across so honest, so passionate that, of course, I wanted to be a part of it. (laughs) And we're going to take a minute here to thank our sponsors. There is so much new technology coming out every single day that it's tough to keep up. But what we miss through getting stressed out and frustrated by the services we don't feel serve us is that there are several ways to make technology work for us instead of against us. Here's a quick example. I'm not a big math person, but I have a good understanding of investments from my days of working in finance. I don't need to tell you that having an investment advisor is a good idea. You already know that. But what if I told you that there's a software-based online investment advisor built specifically to provide optimized returns with a diversified portfolio? It's called Betterment, and they exist to serve you with technology that can optimize your investments. Sound good? Invest for three months at no cost when you visit betterment.com slash fire and fund an account. Betterment is an SEC-registered investment advisor. For more information and full disclosures, visit betterment.com slash fire. There is so much new technology coming out every single day that it's tough to keep up. But what we miss through getting stressed out and frustrated by the services we don't feel serve us is that there are several ways to make technology work for us instead of against us. Here's a quick example. I'm not a big math person, but I have a good understanding of investments from my days of working in finance. I don't need to tell you that having an investment advisor is a good idea. You already know that. But what if I told you that there's a software-based online investment advisor built specifically to provide optimized returns with a diversified portfolio? It's called Betterment, and they exist to serve you with technology that can optimize your investments. Sound good? Invest for three months at no cost when you visit betterment.com slash fire and fund an account. Betterment is an SEC-registered investment advisor. For more information and full disclosures, visit betterment.com slash fire. Amber, it's a perfect segue to what my favorite part of the interview is. And that's the lightning round, because this is where (laughs) I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind blowing answers. Sound like a plan? I'm ready. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I'd have to say it was my mindset. It was myself Um, because, yes, I I had to figure out what my message was. I had to figure out how to get it out there. But I think that what it really came down to at the core was my mindset. I had to transition from being a contractor and working with other people to being a leader and to, to really taking that entrepreneur role. And once I did that, there was no looking back. What is the best advice you've ever received? (laughs) I would have to say it was from Zig Ziglar, who said, if you can help enough people get what they want, you in turn will get what you want. And I've built everything I do in my personal and professional life is all with that advice in mind. It it really is true. It is the absolute foundation of Entrepreneur on Fire. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Can you share one of your personal habits, Amber, that you believe contributes to your success? as weird as this is, I would have to say it's my to-do list. I would. And people are constantly asking me, how do you get so much done? 
you know, and you work so quickly and it really comes down to my to-do list. And I even created a piece of paper in my my own way that has my appointments and my to-dos and it's this whole structure. You can find it on my website. And one of my strategies is I write out everything I have to do that day. And if I didn't get something done, I have to write it down the next day and then the next day until I get it done. And that process really holds me accountable. It keeps me disciplined and focused because I don't want to have to keep writing the same thing down. And as entrepreneurs, we tend to put off the things we don't want to do. Whereas I really try to get those done first because I don't want to do them or I delegate that to somebody else. But my to-do list really has a lot to do with my success. It's that Brian Tracy quote, swallow the frog first. (laughs) Those things that we don't want to do, you need to do them first. And yep. Also, Fire Nation, there's just such a great feeling of actually physically crossing something off a list. Mm -hmm. Cross that off the list. It's like you accomplish something. It's really powerful. So, Amber, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? Well, there's tons of them, and I'm sure they've all been covered on your show. The one that really has helped me out a lot recently, so I'll speak to that one, is Active Inbox, and it's a Gmail plugin. And it basically allows me, because I have so many clients and so many people emailing me about different things and deadlines and this and that, that it would be really easy to lose track of all of that. But with Active Inbox, I find myself that I can boomerang in a sense, I can boomerang messages back to me at a later date so that if I need to pay attention to something in two weeks, it's not sitting in my inbox for two weeks. It just comes back to me two weeks later. I can mark messages that I'm waiting on other people to respond. So then that gets it out of my inbox. And as a result, my inbox is clean and it makes me feel free to go out and create. So that's one of my biggest ones. Awesome. Active inbox. And it's different than Boomerang. It is. It's, it's just a little, it's a little bit more robust than Boomerang. Yeah. Love it. Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we're chatting about here today at eofire.com slash Amber Ludwig. Amber, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I would have to say one of the books that has touched me the most um, is The Greatest Miracle in the World by Ogmandino. And I've read it tons of times. I have the, the last chapter on my websites and it's just a reminder that it really is an unbelievable miracle that we're here and that we've had the experiences that we've had, the messages that we have. And that turns into almost a responsibility to get out there and help other people with similar obstacles so that it's an easy, quick read. It's phenomenal. It's a great book. And Fire Nation loves audio, Amber. And they can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Amber, this next question is the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine (laughs) he woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Okay. Wow. So what I would do (laughs) (laughs) 
is I think I would immediately throw something up online, um, you know, even a simple little WordPress.com type of thing where people can learn about me and whatever my vision is. But then what I would spend the next seven days doing is networking like crazy. I would be emailing everybody. I would be doing research. I would be out there knocking on doors and I would create community and I would get to know people and their vision and how we can work together to make that a reality. Um, and since I'd probably have most of that $500 left over because most of that you can do for free, I would definitely get a subscription to either Pandora or Spotify because music is everything to me. <laughs> and then I would probably find a way to invest the rest into uh, my first information product and start generating that income so I can help more people. <laughs> wow, Amber. Truly love that. And take just a minute or two and share with our listeners a little more detail about the summit and how they can maybe get involved or at least stay in the know. Oh, you have to, everyone, um, because this is this event is something where everyone can participate and everyone can benefit from. So if you go to AuthenticBusinessSuccessSummit.com, you'll be able to see our speaker lineup. You can pre-order um, your your entry ticket into the event right now. And they're going to be there's sort of a members area where we're going to have all of the interviews in there, more than $4,000 worth of bonuses to help you grow your business. And you'll have access to a private Facebook group where you can engage with the speaker. So definitely pre-order that now, knowing that half of what you pay is going straight to charity and a good cause. You can also become an affiliate of the event and help us spread the word that way and get 50% commissions. You can talk to me about becoming a sponsor, um, or if you just have a creative idea and you want to volunteer, you want to get involved in some other way, then absolutely feel free to contact me. I'm very approachable and I want to support you very much. So let me know how I can do that. Boom. Well, Amber, and even in some cases, more than 50% because some of the speakers are donating their portion. That is true. 100% of those sales are going to be going to charity. John has been amazing enough to do that. <gasps> Eric Graham, a few of the other, <laughs> a few of the other uh, speakers have done that as well. And it is just absolutely uh, obvious the, the type of leader they are. It's, it's phenomenal. Well, it was not a hesitation on my part because it's such a great cause, such a great summit. So I'm happy to support it, Amber. Thank you. And I have just so enjoyed hearing your journey <laughs> and everything that you share with Fire Nation. So leave us with just one parting piece of guidance, then the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. My best piece of parting guidance really is just jump in with both feet. Just commit. Don't play it safe. Um, you know, if you have an idea, seriously, put it all out there. Jump in with both feet. Trust the process. That's what I've done. And every time I do that, I think of that, uh, that quote, leap and the net will appear. Mm. So you will be handled. Uh, you can get in touch with me at amberludwig.com. You can Google me. I'm all over the front page and others and connect with me on Facebook. I mean, again, I'm very approachable. You can find me just about anywhere and I'd love to connect and get to know you better. Well, Amber, Fire Nation is well aware. They can find the links to everything that we've discussed today at eofire.com. They can click on the podcast tab because you are hanging out in the archives. Mm -hmm. Or Fire Nation, just enter Amber into our wonderful search bar and her show notes page will pop right up. And Amber, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise and experience. Fire Nation salutes you and we'll catch you on the flip side.
Thank you. Fire Nation, are you ready to take action but not sure where to start? That can definitely be frustrating. That's why we created the Fire Pass series, an in-depth weekly email delivered straight to your inbox. In the Fire Pass series, we walk through every detail of starting your business. This is a journey where your passion and our guidance unites. If you're ready for the Fire Path, visit thefirepath.com to sign up today. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite.